Everybody and welcome to Total Recap, a podcast about the women of WWE. I am your co-host Dane, and I'm joined here with my co-host Josh. Hello, Josh. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you. That's good. We are also joined here by our valet Kesha, who is sniffing the microphone. Do you have any words for everyone? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so these cables. So, if we sound a little bit different today, it's because we have a brand new setup with brand new microphones. How good is that? So good. You can hear us a little bit more clearer. Mine is purple. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's been a hot minute since uh, we last touched base with our Whammon, Josh. Yeah. And a lot has happened because we are coming up to money in the bank. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to turn off the TV? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, good. So let's just, uh, I guess I just want to touch base with Money in the Bank. It is next Monday. So we have one yes. more week of build up. Yeah. And so far, we only have two women's matches on the card. Hmm. Yep. So we have the SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey defending against Tamina. And yep. <laughs> <laughs> crickets. And we also have the uh, Women's Money in the Bank ladder match, which includes six, not eight women this year. Yeah, I don't like what they're doing to the Money in the Bank. Uh, no, first match. of all, so as we discussed last episode was that they'll be working from like the bottom floor and then they'll be ma- moving up to the top of the WWE Tower. Then they will be climbing the briefcase to secure their contract. So now it's also been determined that the men's and the women's Money in the Bank matches will happen at the same time. Like, Are we going to have like the screen split 50-50 or oh, are we just going to no. cut back? Like, a bit of the men's, a bit of the women's, a bit of the men's, a bit of the women's. I fucking hope not. That's going to be so bad if and it is like that, right? Is it going to be like like a Scooby-Doo episode where, like, they walk through, like, one office door and, like, the men come out the other and the women come out the other, but they're all coming out in and out. Well, the thing is, we're not... the same level. Like, well, we're not going to be able to highlight any of, like, the women appropriately because it's going to be split half the time with the men's. Yeah. Like what? What like, the what actual other, fuck is going on here? What other matches do they have that is going to be taking up the airtime? Why can't they have the two matches? It worked fine last year and the year before that. Well, this year we I don't know. I don't I actually have no idea because well, I <laughs> like I, yes. I was trying to think of the other matches on the card and I can't even think like I mean like we have Drew taking on Seth. Yep. What's that going to be? Like a throw him off the building match? <laughs> we have Bray Wyatt taking on... Braun Strowman? Braun Strowman? I was going to say Goldberg, but I was like, I'm pretty sure he's not champ anymore. Yeah, that, that, that's already happened. Yep. And then um, I don't really know what other matches we've got. I, yeah. No. It's going to be a shit show, isn't it? it it's. I think it's going to be one cluster... Fuck of a, <laughs> a pay per view, quite honestly. Like I think it is as well. Um, allegedly, though, we will be able to have live audiences next week. 
Oh. I'm not sure. I mean, like, it's still going to be hosted out at the Performance Centre. Yes. Because it's off Orlando. But allegedly, we will be, yeah, getting some live crowds in soon. Oh. So that's something different, something unusual. Haven't seen that for a while. I know. So that's going to be interesting. But it makes me think, are we going to get money in the bank with a crowd? Because if so, then why are we fucking climbing the building off the corporate building? <laughs> like, I just... Who's so, booking this? What? So the money in the bank match yeah. is going to be in the headquarters. But is the whole pay-per-view in headquarters? No. So we can... Well, we don't so know. We it could be on the roof. out all of the um, cash-ins on the same night then, pretty much. Yeah. So there, they go. there goes that fun. Well, cash in on what? There's one women's match. Like, but I don't know. Maybe the winner wants to be the 24 champion or something. But now we can't Josh, have that. Because d- stop. <laughs> <laughs> stop. Don't say that. <laughs> anyway, look, let's, do you want to quickly run through the participants of the Money in the Bank ladder match? No. <laughs> How about I do it? <laughs> So, I representing... Notes. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> this is what happens when I try to do something nice by getting us new microphones. And you don't even come with fucking notes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be looking for a new co-host anytime soon. <laughs> now, let's talk about who is actually in the money in the bank. So, representing Raw, we have Asuka. Mm-hmm. We have the returning Nia Jax. Shayna Baszler. And Shayna Baszler. <laughs> Representing SmackDown, Carmella, Carmella, Dana Brooke, and Lacey Evans. Just so for the people at home listening, he said Dana Brooke, and I, I rolled. Yes. Why? Why it wasn't Carmella, Sasha Banks, and Naomi? Like at least they could have carried it and be equal weight to the raw side of the women. Yeah. How is Nia going to get up these buildings? Unless there is an elevator, which fucking you'd be don't like. If if you're going into this match, would you just not get in the elevator straight away and be like, let's go? Knowing Naya's history, she's going to crack someone's head open because she's going to like powerbomb them, but she's going to like hit like the side of a desk or they're going to go through the She's going to try powerbomb someone through a corporate desk. Like she's going to injure someone. She is not safe at the moment. And this no. has been pointed out with two of her matches with... Kyrie Sane. Yeah. She's hurting people again and Twitter's not having it. But it's so avoidable. It is. And it's consistent. It's the only consistent thing in WWE at the moment is Nia Jax hurting people. Do you know what the issue is? She's cocky. No, no. She's no. like, I have the rock behind me. I don't need to do nothing. I'm safe. The issue is that everyone's telling her she's unsafe on Twitter. So, she, And then someone put up this image of like the chemical sign, like danger, danger, and put her face on it. So she took that image and put that as her Twitter bio. So now she's making a joke of it, which is fine. Like, you can troll. You can do that, whatever you want to do. If but, it was like, like but bitch, flu. you're unsafe oh. in the ring. Yeah, like, it's not just like a, oops, you've, like, hurt this one person this one time. It was completely avoidable. Oops. Yeah. It keeps happening. Consistently. Month, over and, and over. It's just constantly happening. It's beyond a joke. You're now an OH&S issue. Yes. Someone report her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I'd like to bring up about that is that the push that she's currently getting is should be the push that Ruby Riot is not getting. Yes. Yes. Um, but let's touch base into that after this, uh, once we get through Money in the Bank. Uh, I guess, look, early predictions, right? Yeah. If it's not Shayna Baszler, because Vince will fucking screw her over again. Yeah. 
Who is it? Oscar, Nia Jax, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans. Who needs it more? Mella. No, as in, oh. <laughs> does Becky have a storyline without this match? Or does Bailey have a storyline without this match? Like, who can go into the next pay-per-view and have a solid storyline? Or, sorry, we're talking about WWE. Who can have a storyline? <laughs> who can have a two-week build-up? <laughs> exactly. And then, but, and then which champion actually needs the assistance of this? Um, I think the only way we're going to get Becky to lose the title is with a cash-in, right? Surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to have to be someone on Raw. <gasps> Nia Jax. Oh, my God. What? Heard it here first. Oh, here we go. Nia Jax gets taken out. Everyone, I don't know who's done it. Oh, my God. Surprise entrant. Ronda Rousey. No. Ooh. Look, that would be good. Yeah. However, yeah. they're already doing this with Apollo Crews because Apollo Crews is injured. Yeah, but do this on the night. Like the night of. Yeah, true. Oh my God, Nia Jax is not knocked out. Their match is in like 45 or minutes. Does what Nia, do? Or does Nia Jax take the men's briefcase? No. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to say <laughs> no. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Um. All right, well, that's Money in the Bank. There's a few other things we need to cover, but I think we should take a break first and then settle back in. And let's go through what happened in the last two weeks on Raw. Monday night, delight of... Shannon was rubbed. We'll be back. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Total Recap. Josh, we Yo. have a lot to discuss with Raw because I say there's a lot to discuss, but there's actually not that much to discuss. Yeah, it's Raw. It's Raw. Mm. Um, I want to bring up the fact that we have no champion on the show. Like, Becky Lynch just hasn't been present. She yeah. hasn't been in any matches since WrestleMania. Yeah. And I, yes, I know it's only been a couple of weeks, but she's just not there. Yeah. Um, I'm really feeling the presence of her not being there. Okay. Um. Only because we're focusing on Liv and Ruby. Yeah. Which that's now done with as of last Monday. Okay. And we are also dealing with a unsafe Nia Jax. Yes. And then other than that, it's the Money in the Bank match. And Shayna hasn't cut any promo to be like, I'm a winner and I'm going to take you down, Becky. Like, why isn't she doing that? Since when was Shayna Southern? Since I made her Southern. Okay. I'm yeah. just getting a timeline. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, well, you know, if you watched Raw last week, you'd know that she's a Southern star now. Yeah. She's a Southern belle. So I feel like Raw's really lacking, um, especially without Charlotte Flair there because she's now on NXT. Yeah. So there is something missing and I'm not liking it. Star power? A hundred percent. There's no Charlotte. There's no Becky. Your star power at the moment is Shayna Baszler, who's not really saying anything on the mic, and Nia Jax. Yeah. And Asuka. But Asuka isn't even doing anything much. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be too much of an issue if they actually had a solid plan for the division. A hundred percent. But because they're just going week by week by week by week. They don't even know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. So they don't know who they can give the airtime to. They don't know who they can build up. They don't know what's, they don't know what's going on. What a shock. Corona or not. Like, yeah. they've always done this. Yeah, this this would have been happening with or without 
Yeah. Corona. Easily. I think what the issue is as well is, um, one, there's no star power. When you look at SmackDown, they've got, you know, Alexa Bliss, they've got Sasha, they've got Booley for what she's worth. Yeah. And they've got Mella. Like, yeah. So they have all this star but power. If Bailey wasn't there, they could have a show run sort of thing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then even still on SmackDown, you've got the side storylines happening where you've got Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose really expanding. Yeah. Um, but Raw, we've got Liv Morgan and Ruby Wright, which has to be one of the biggest disappointment storylines in a very long time. Yeah. Because they built up to the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. They didn't get to highlight any of them in the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. They were all squashed, we remember. Yes. Then we were hoping for maybe a triple threat at WrestleMania, and we didn't get that. Then Sarah Logan was released. Yes. And then we got two matches between Liv and Ruby. Yep. Liv won both matches. And that's the end. Mm. Because Liv cut this storyline, uh, not this storyline, she cut this promo after her match against Ruby and was like, what I'm going to do next is, I don't know. <laughs> it was basically like her gimmick is her trying to figure out her gimmick. What? <laughs> <laughs> I can't make this up. Liv I, Morgan's gimmick is she does not know what her gimmick is. I don't understand why they have such a hard time booking women. I don't know. They don't want to invest any time. I don't think they have any female writers, which I think that is probably what's really lacking with creative. Yeah. And it can tell. And uh, and the lack of women writers will show up later when we talk about SmackDown. But, yeah, I just... You got Paul Heyman as, like, a creative something on yeah. Raw. So I feel like he should be doing better. Yes, 100%. Himself. Yeah, unless he's just getting, like, fully, like, just shot down by everyone and Vince like, ah, oh, shut up, you better. But, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I just don't understand. I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it either. But Raw's lacking something. I mean, obviously, Shane is going to win Money in the Bank. Yeah. Uh, so then maybe that might bring something up to the story. That might add something new to this element of Becky and Shayna. I would really like an underdog, like like an Oscar or a Carmella again. Liv Someone Morgan. That's, or, like, or Liv Morgan that, yep. that's just going to hold the title. and just You don't know when they're going to do it because you honestly have no idea. And they yep. just hold it and they hold it for ages. And then one day, boom, they cash in well, and they win. that's what Mella did, right? So let's look at yeah. the back history of the women's money in the bank. Mella won it twice. Yes. Um, cashed sure. in like 200 plus days until the day after WrestleMania for SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. Then you had Alexa Bliss win. She cashed it in that night. Yeah. Then you have Bailey cashed it in that night. Yeah. So we need someone who's going to be able to hold it for quite a while like, and tease it. They can, like, they obviously see, so see something in Liv. 100%. Give her the briefcase because then you have 365 days to build to, her to work something out. Yes, I agree. What I wanted to touch base on with Liv is her new finisher is fucking everything. And you have <laughs> no idea what I'm talking about. I can't help you when you come here to record this. Just describe it to me. It's sick. Describe it to our fans even. Sick. <laughs> Look, it's called the Oblivion and it is like a bounce off the ropes and it's a flat line. That's all I can say. If you haven't seen it, go onto our Twitter. There's a gif of it there. 
l- live it, love it, oblivion. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm trying to find it. Okay, cool. <laughs> How about we take a quick break while yeah. you look it up, and when we come back, we'll get into our, our NXT ladies. Hey everybody and welcome back to the show. Josh. Yo. NXT. NXT. How fucking amazing. What? <laughs> I can't even ask you the question about the match because I know you didn't see it. Josh, Charlotte Flair, Mia Yim. It was a good match. <laughs> what was your favorite part? It was a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. When they um, did the move. Yep. Anyway, guys, look. Carol Baskin. <laughs> no. Anyway, guys, look. Uh, I can only compl- compliment. I was going to say comprehend. Compliment the Queen's return to NXT, taking on Mia Yim. Um, very good match. Another side of Charlotte that we didn't see. Obviously, we have heel Charlotte backing the game. And um, right at the end of the match, so obviously Charlotte won. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. Which is really interesting because I read a report um, that Charlotte is earning close to like a million dollars a year, which is great for the women, right? Yeah. However, like most NXT stars are only pulling like 80 grand a year. So like imagine Charlotte being like, ha, 10 of you and it's me. I mean, fair enough. 100% like, She's fair been enough. there like 10 years. Six years almost? Like, she's been there a long she time. Has. She's done a lot. Yeah. Anyway, it's good to see good to see Charlotte back in NXT. Yeah. Now, after the match, Io Shirai came out and was basically like, I'll see you next week, bitch. That will be good. Yeah, for their championship match. So they're going to do a heel versus heel? Apparently. It looks or like it's going to be like a best of the best. Or is Io more of like an anti-hero? We don't know. Mm. But, I mean, I always see Charlotte as a weird anti-villain. <laughs> yeah, like, she does bad things, but you can't help but, like, cheer for yeah, her. Yeah, she's the fucking queen. Yeah. She is NXT, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Yep. Another... Oh. She is holding the best-looking belt. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Unless it was the old-school women's title. She's the best-looking belt in today's wrestling. 100%. Oh! The NXT... No, not the NXT. The women's tag's pretty cool. I would still prefer the NXT. Okay, okay. You can, you can prefer that. I can, and I will. The only other thing worth noting is on NXT, we have a brand new heel turn from Candice LeRae. But this has been building for a while. Oh, 100%. Um, so her and Johnny Gargano are now officially like a item in the ring. I, I like that. Yep. So they now work with one another, which is great. Um... She has sported a new theme song. She sported. She's now sporting, uh, greyer and purplier hair. I like when a character changes and then they change the character, like, but not like fully. But like they give him like a new like attire, like they give him a new theme, a new haircut. Like it's. If you're talking about fucking Bully's goddamn bob cut, I'm gonna come for you. I mean. <laughs> Why are you like this? I wasn't directly talking about that. Uh-huh. I mean, Brock has a new haircut. Yeah, but Brock, <laughs> Brock <laughs> is a gorgeous man. Don't you dare talk about him. And we're done. <laughs> and I'll <laughs> see right. you guys next week. See you next week. Looking for a new co-host. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs>
Uh, look, let's transition quickly into SmackDown here. Let's do it. Because there is actually quite a lot to um, debunk here. Debunk? Debunk. You heard me. Okay. Thank you. I'm an English poet. Let's, <laughs> first of all, get into the match of the fortnight. I was going to say, I was gonna say oh. match of the week, but match of the fortnight only because we didn't report last week. But Lacey Evans and Sasha Banks in the Women's Money in the Bank qualifying match. Again, you didn't see it, did you? I saw highlights. <laughs> okay. What a good match. Very physical match. Um, yeah. Sasha and Lacey definitely know how to work with one another, which I was very surprised at. Yeah. There wasn't any awkward moments. And I think I could see them okay. fighting again in the future. Like, I think when Sasha finally gets the title, Lacey yeah. would be a good con- uh, a good contender for her. Yes. Which is really good. They have a good Oop. dynamic. Like, yeah. Sasha's very, like, she gives off a very, like, straight hood, like, I'm the boss, I'm going to come for you sort of thing, where Lacey's very sort gives of, Gives like, off proper. a boss presence, does she? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Like, oh what? How'd they come up with that? <laughs> um, what? Legit. And then, like, where Lacey's very, like, proper, and she's like, <laughs> fuck you. Like, she's very... She's the Southern Belle. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I have that nickname's down pat. How did you how did you know this? <laughs> uh yeah, look, I agree. And Sasha sells really well to Lacey's right hook. So mm. really into it, really good match. Yeah. I want to see more of it in the future. So okay. Vince, if you're listening, hello. We buy this. We buy it. We you know what we don't buy? What? Raw. But we buy this. Yeah, I don't buy raw at the moment. So Vince, listen up. Uh the second thing that I would like to talk about, well not really talk about, something that I'd still like to question openly is Tamina's push at the moment. Yeah. Like, when did we decide that Tamina was Nia Jax again? Like, Tamina was initially like that, and then she had her tag team stint with Nia Jax. And then she just kind of disappeared, and now she's back and everyone's like, Oh yeah, we're not scared of her. But then WWE's like, no, 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 no. She's big and tough, remember? I'm all When did this happen? I'm all for like new people getting a push and yes. rotating that main event scene sort yes. of thing. I don't agree with a jobber being a main eventer overnight. Jinder Mahal. I don't agree with the mole theory. The mole theory doesn't work. Because we don't buy into it. No, it doesn't. The I'll tell you what though. I, I also just coined a new phrase and we'll put it on yeah, onto what the t shirt. The mole theory. The what's the mole theory? Jinder Mahal and he went from a jobber to a Okay, st- okay a it's Mahal not as good theory. if I have to <laughs> uh, I don't think we'll be coining that. Uh but I think Not anymore. <laughs> I think you're about to be Valvenist. Um <laughs> and <Q> gasp. <gasps> Stop. <laughs> I have to cut so much out of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Now, (laughs) not to defend Tamina, but she was on Lillian Garcia's podcast. Yeah. And she was actually talking about selling and jobbing. Yeah. She was like, you know, for the past 10 years, they asked me to do this and they asked me to do that. And I say, yes, I'll do it. And then I think about like the impact that it has on my character. And yes, it weakens my character. But then I have to realize, you know, I'm in such a good position, like, in life, like, I have to stay humble and not overstep my boundaries and say, you know, no, I think I deserve this. And Yeah. She's actually a really nice fucking woman. (laughs) I'm sure she is. Her character sucks. But at least she knows where she stands. Well, that's it. And then she was just saying how she doesn't want to be selfish. And I respect that. Yeah. I can respect that out of her. 
Yeah, no, I'm not. I have nothing against her. I have everything against the creative team just deciding yeah. that. Oh, oh Tamina, you're next. Right now, you're you're the biggest heel here. So then, yeah, it's one of those things. As after Tamina, then who's next? Yeah. Um, the women's tag team scene has been great. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross successfully defended against Carmella and Dana Brooke. Shocker. Why they were put as a tag team and why they were given a title match. They're blonde. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> and then last thing I would like to name drop is Mella defeating Mandy Rose for the last qualifying position in yes. Money in the Bank. Now, first of all, Mella needs to win Money in the Bank so she can be the only superstar to ever win the briefcase three times. Period. Now, that's all I wanted to say. But secondly, I wanted to segue this into the match itself. Um, how am I meant to believe that Mandy Rose is now a face is beyond me. I don't believe it. Mm. Um, because she's still coming out to like her heel entrance, but smiling. I'm like, that's not how you just like turn face. The whole like... Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Um, she still comes out to that and does okay. all the moves, but smiles. <laughs> so it's really awkward. Mm. Then halfway through the match, this is where we get. This is where I bring up the creative writing point again. Yeah, Sonya Deville comes out. Yeah. Hey, Mandy. Hey, Mandy. Hey, Mandy. I'm just gonna stand here and like watch and talk. And she talks basically over half the match. And Sonia's like, you know, remember this time last year, I gave up my spotty money in the bank. I even climbed you up the ladder and you still couldn't even win the match. And then she's like, ah, oh, it's right. I'll just, I just hope I'm not distracting you, blah, blah, blah. And then she goes into a final sentence and she was like, oh, I should have written this down. She goes, um, you know, uh, yeah, come as a bitch, bitch, like let's fight. And then Mella gets the roll up and then Sonia Deville like, Snaps, and I use that in air quotes. She snaps, attacks the shit out of Mandy, throws her against the stairwell twice. And then she does that whole, like, smile thing. Mm. And, like, the crazy smile. And, of course, the commentators go, She snapped! She's jealous of Mandy! She's gone psycho! And it's just like, oh, Guys. What does she have to be jealous about? Why does she have to be jealous? Why does she have to, like... Yeah. Why does she have to be the jealous one in this storyline? And it goes back to the creative writing of not knowing how to write women. Exactly. Because it goes back to your typical Victoria. Yes. Right? And that was it. She's psycho. She snaps. She's so jealous of Mandy. It just goes back to that again. Yeah. Ugh. On the positive, though. Ooh. Fucking Sonya Deville killing it. Mm. Who would have known if we yes. gave her a push, she would deliver? Yeah. Uh, I'm very keen to see where Sonya goes after this. I really hope they don't make up. Yeah, no, that that would be terrible. Because I can see Sonya going for the title. Yeah, Not now, not now, but I can definitely see her front running, especially if she plays the psycho. Now you said in air quotes. Yeah, I mean, if one of them gets injured in like Couple three months, years yeah. or something and there's nothing to do with the tag titles, and then they bring the injured one back, and, oh, it's the... The return uh, of fire and desire. Yeah, like, yeah. that That could be cool. But let's give them their own time to really shine and yeah. show what they can do separately. I agree. Um, yeah. But at this stage, yeah, Sonya Deville. Killing let's, it. Let's see some more. Who would have thought, like, years ago that we would be saying that Sonya Deville and Liv Morgan and Ruby, and Ruby Wright were just killing it when they sort of came out? Uh, Liv Morgan? Biggest, like, biggest surprise. Because yeah. we knew that Ruby could wrestle. Yeah, that's and why she was the And we know that Sonya is, like, MMA, but she was with Paige, and that was good. But yeah. Liv Morgan? 
Yeah. Girl. Yeah. She's doing something for me in all the right places. Yes. So I'm excited to see where she goes. Yes. I just have one question for you. Yeah. So now that we've we've spoken about Raw, NXT, and Money in the Bank, and SmackDown. Yes. I'm going to get your thoughts on what do you think is happening and when will the Iconics come back? Yeah. Soon. (laughs) <laughs> that is the tweet that Peyton, uh, Peyton Royce came out with saying soon. Okay. So when is soon? <laughs> I don't know. I've been waiting too long. I, I want them back. That's what's missing in the tag team scene at the moment is we need the Iconics. And yep. We need... That's it. Keep the Iconics. Yep. Keep uh, Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross. I think the four of them would actually have a really yeah. solid storyline. I think they're all good on the mic and they can pull that character card and they're quite humorous that they could really and tell a yeah. good story. Yes. And then you bring in, bring back the Kabuki Warriors once Asuka's done like her solo run here. Yeah. And then Nia Jax and Tamina can go back together. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. Now I have a question for you. But it's in my notes. (laughs) Uh, Well, I I have another. Paige, what what is going on with Paige? Uh, uh, She's still injured. But like the lead up to the Royal Rumble, it was all like, Paige is coming back. Paige is coming back. Yeah. And And then then the Royal Rumble happened. She didn't come back. And then it was like, Paige is going to be on SmackDown. And then she announced that stupid match. And then she's gone again. Yeah. I get that she's injured, but surely something had to have happened. For us to believe that she could come back. For the rumours to begin. Whether or not it's just because Edge and her had similar neck injuries and they were just thinking, oh, if Edge can come back, Paige can come back. But surely there's got to be something more than just that. I reckon what had happened was, and this could be just me throwing shit against the wall, but Mm. it's WWE creative. (laughs) I reckon they were like, Paige might be able to come back. Mm. And then they're like, okay, oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they got the balls like rolling. And they're like, yeah, okay, we get, let's get let's get Paige to come back. And then Edge was like, hey, I can come back. And they're like, okay, yep, sick, Paige. And they just completely left it. Mm. So I don't think that they, not that they wanted to overshadow Edge's return, but I don't think they wanted it to be like, Page and Edge comes back. I think they just wanted to be Edge returns. I think it in that case. It Do you always, know what I mean? I think it always would have been Edge and Page returned. Like where they wanted to keep it. Where it could have been any other wrestler. The fact that Edge was returning, nothing could have overshadowed that. Correct, and I don't think they wanted to do that to Page. I would have hated it if they did yes. that to Page. I I think it would have been like an actual sort of thought that they were having and it could have happened. And I feel like maybe something on Paige's side backed out. Maybe Paige didn't think she was ready to come back and she pulled the plug. Or maybe they were just like, no, we're just like, you're still too much of a flight risk. Maybe next year could be like Paige's return. Yeah. Because I thought about this. Paige would be champ by now. 100%. If she never got injured. Yeah. 100%. She would have been champ already. 100%. Can confirm. Now, I forgot what my <laughs> my question was to you, but that's okay. Uh, now, let's just quickly talk about our upcoming schedule before we move forward. Ooh. So, guys, next Monday is Money in the Bank. Shout so, out what you drank. Drank Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. S- stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we'll be back with a fresh episode next week with our Money in the Bank predictions. Yes. Then we will also have our breakdown episode. However... 
at our Money in the Bank predictions episode, Josh, I Yo. officially challenge you Ooh. to a draft. To a draft. <laughs> no, to a draft. Draft. So, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. Do you accept? Can I have a drum roll? In post-production, can you insert like a drum roll? No. <laughs> or maybe like that, like... No, I'm not doing it. Josh. (laughs) Fine, I accept. (laughs) There you go. I just wanted more dramatic. I will have further information up on our Twitter page in the upcoming days about how we're going to do this draft, how it works, and everything else about it. That was English, was it? He's a poet. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to Total Recap. I have been your co-host, Dane, joined by my former co-host, Josh. (laughs) I'm standing here. (laughs) (laughs) And our valet, Kesha. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Total Recap Show. And also don't forget to listen to us on all of your streaming services. All the links are available at anchor.fm slash Total Recap Show. Josh, any final words before we get done? Before we get done. Before we... You are a poet, aren't you? Didn't even know it. (laughs) Didn't even know it. Uh, no, I have no final words. I'm I'm not a poet. Good. And are you going to watch this week? Yeah. Thank you very much. All right, guys. You have a fantastic day, afternoon, and night. Bye. Bye.